Welcome to episode 229 of I Am Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Right, guys, we're coming along to episode 229 of I Am Talk with Coach John Mewson, Bevan James Oz. You know what's good about today's show, John? What's good about today's show? I've got a good voice. Good. It's, it's back. It's Monday, that's why. Yeah, because it's the big class tonight, you see. Mm. And then tomorrow I'm always screwed. It's not going to be a habit. Monday's a tough day for me normally. Why is that? Just busy catching up with people in the States so, well, Sunday. Well, okay, well, we've got an interview of M today, which is all good, but why else is... Why would, why would have you been late tomorrow, John? Oh, it's Belinda's birthday tomorrow. And would you get it? Because I won't put this out till tomorrow, so you can tell me. Well, uh, no, part of the present comes later in the week, you see, so I uh, keep it under wraps. Uh, but part of, the present she doesn't, part of the present she doesn't know comes tomorrow is arranging my parents to come round to give the kids dinner and... Uh, so you get a babysitter? Yeah, we're just going to go out. There's wine tasting in town at v- oh, Vino Fino. Nice. And so I thought we'll go out for about, probably about an hour and a half, just a bit of wine tasting. Yeah, it's a bit of downtime. Back. Yeah. Down a download. Well, I've got a couple of phases. Phases. For oh, nice! Yeah, it's a multi-release. Mm, I love your work, John. You're a romantic. Surprises as well. And she hasn't guessed it this year. Don't think so. I got. I got. She, you know, this it's coming out tomorrow. Got to do the Glee box set. She loves Glee, does she? she? Loves Glee. Oh, nice. That's from the kids, so. Yeah. Nice. Because that's the thing you buy it from the kids. Mm. That's why Tyler never buys me presents because mm. I don't buy my own presents for Tyler. Yeah. Anyway, I Am Talk is proudly brought to you by coffeesofhawaii.com. Check out Coffees of Hawaii for. We're going to talk about affiliates today, aren't we? Yes. Yeah, so if you want to sell some product and make some money, Coffees of Hawaii is the way to go. Athlinks.com. Social networking for endurance athlinks. And uh, you, if you go on there, you can actually get some of that. What's that stuff there, John? Amino Vital. There you go. And. Oh, my voice is just going right funny. Uh, <coughs> extreme Endurance. You're right. Yeah, I just popped another three extreme endurance. Shut up, my Extreme endurance helps you to get rid of your lactic acid when you're training. I tell you what, John, I've been doing some weight training. Mm-hmm. I think I need to take some extreme endurance because my body's hurting. Yeah. Okay, then uh, in this week's show, what we've got coming up? Where's my little show notes up over here, John? Okay, we've got uh, news. We've got age group of the week, and we have an interview with M Power Cookie Girl. Mm-hmm. It goes for about half an hour, and we cover some of the questions you guys have sent over the last period of time. And then we've got a couple questions and answers for that. News, uh, first of all, brought to you by xtry.com. Check out xtry for latest news, reviews, and interviews with the stars. First of all, John, the countdown begins. Two weeks. Two weeks. So people will be arriving in Kona now, getting ready, adapting. What's our question this week? Because I've got a better question. I think, no, I want to do this one. Which one did you do? Oh, no, no, we'll talk about it later. Okay. Yeah, no, I quite like quite Two weeks, two weeks. So it's it's taper time now. It's people, all the talk now, isn't last, it? Last this weekend just been. Probably people are probably people. already there. Last long ride. Keep, you know, they're, they're out of, you know, the Southern Hemisphere athletes are probably over there now. Yeah, you're right. Are you um, going to watch it? It's, what is it? No, yeah, I'll be watching. Um, I won't be I'm watching. In, I'm in at, Australia. At, yeah, it's, it's, I won't be watching all day, but I'll certainly be watching good portions of it. The time zone's good for us in New Zealand, so... Yes, I'll be watching. Uh, always tend to watch like the end of the swim, start of the bike, and maybe come back and watch sort of what's going on in the middle of the bike, and then definitely oh, so yeah, end last of the year run. I've watched the whole thing, but this year I won't be. Okay, well, so we're pretty excited about that. Let's make our two week predictions, John. Two week predictions. Two weeks out predictions. Oh, I haven't even thought about it. But I'm, I'm pretty ray alert. No, I just said that because Daniel's. Yeah, I mean, the woman's pretty. Who's going to get 
I'd say I'd say an interesting one to try to pick is who's going to who's, no, who's going to get third in the girls. Oh, okay, here we go. Um, but you know, we want to do it for discussion of the week. Who's going to get thirty third this year? Thirty third this year will be. Come on, John. Maybe no, you know what? I'll let you. I'll let you do that when you do your picks. Okay. Okay, but wait a second. Third in the girls and what? Th- because I think Chrissy will win, and you'd, you'd have to say that. Um, Caffrey is, is pretty. Good for second, but probably not. Not 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 not, not, like, not as not like as Chrissy Chrissy, winning. Yeah. The third would be really interesting. There, I think that's a real wide open one. <laughs> Guys, it's pretty hard to look past Craig Alexander. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, isn't it? It is. Yeah. yeah. Um, but hey, it's going to be fascinating, mm. and that's why we're excited, John. Two weeks, fourteen days. Wow, well, a little bit more than fourteen days. Is it fourteen days? I mean, less than fourteen days. It's on the it's on the ninth or the sixth. So it mean yesterday. Mm. Yeah, so it's, less, it's 13 days for us right mm. now. Anyway, uh, results from last week. We had uh, Chesapeake Man. Yeah, where do I go for that one, John? That would be it's either that one or that one. I think it's this one here. No, that's Red Man. Okay, Chesapeake same, Man. Same timing company. And we don't have a result. Yes, we do. Oh, we do. Yeah, we okay. do. Here we go. Overall uh, male? Yeah, overall male long, male course. long course. Okay, and good old Rick Fessler took now, it out. Now, this is a domination. Okay, here we go. Dominant Dojo, 9.37, John. And good old Michael Com- Convy. How does that one? Comedy. 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 Thought he was doing pretty well. Come in second place, but he got his butt whipped. By 50 minutes. 50 minutes. So Rick Fessler swam a one hour and 33 seconds, rode an awesome 4.58, and then ran a 3.34 um, to take it out in 9.30 dominated the dojo 50. then it was pretty close after that 10.28 was second Michael Coveney third in 10.29 so you know just a minute about a minute 20, 20 behind was Ted War well, what I thought was really interesting about this race and the next race we're going to talk about is the run times are uh, slow. I know we're not we're not trying to say people are slow, but well, like, slow for the top guys in a race. The first guy was three thirty four. That's not too bad. But then like there's very very few people well, only un- one of a person- under th- under four hours. Only three people got under four hours. So it's either a very difficult course or it's very hot or I don't know what the reason is. But you'd normally even at the small races. I know this isn't a big one. There's how many people finished? Well, in the males you got one hundred and ten while who started. Yeah. Um. So it's an, it's not a big race, but still you'd expect them to be going a little bit quicker than that yeah that's pretty fascinating okay overall female results long course didn't have any yeah they did overall female results long course if I probably look no no no. oh there's male yeah overall female results where Overall female recruitment. Oh, sorry. Yep, yep, yep. sorry. Oh, it's not working. Link didn't work. I tried that earlier. See, John, you know, I just, I just knew it in my mind. Yeah, That's why so I said it. Apologies to females there. I did try that link twice today, and it didn't work. Okay, then we also had the we red man. We thought this last race was a domination. This one even goes even further. <laughs> it's, it's like a copy and paste, John. It is. It's, it's, it's the same, same time and company. Oh, and really? It, but it's, it is. It's like a copy and paste. You're so right. So, Aston uh, Sailor. Austin Sailor. Took it out and a nine twenty seven. What happened there, John? Second place. Second place, ten forty eight. So it's an hour yeah. twenty domination. It's wow. huge against slow runs. So the good old Austin took a three three twenty four, respectable, not not amazing. And then the next guy did a four thirty. Yes. That's so it would have been pretty close to coming off the bike because Austin swam through not a strong point. He ran one eleven, uh, swam one eleven, then killed at four forty seven. And the guy Joe Stevens who was second. Have we ever had that? I don't think we've ever had that before. We had two races, we had that much domination. Oh no, we've had we've had ones that have been sort of you know forty to fifty, sixty minutes or so. Um, but that's huge. Okay, well let's see if the girls dominated. No, not so much domination. So Deborah Batigula from Good Salt word. Lake City. 11 hours and 33 seconds. Oh, she'd be gutted. She was 33 seconds oh, outside the 11 hour barrier. And Sarah Bell came in at second at uh, 11.14. 
and Tracy Solwinski in third and 10.31. Okay, so that was the Red Man. What other ones we got here, John? We had the Alba Man on, but the results aren't up for that yet because... Uh, we're a little bit was, earlier this week. on Monday. We had a 70.3 in Augusta, and good old Richie Cunningham came in at second. Mm-hmm. Behind Tuesday, happy days. We've got to get him on the show. We should. We should. Someone you must know, Richie. He may, may even listen because he's my Facebook friend. Yeah. Yep. And so... Uh, Richie, email us because we want to get you on the show, mate. And we promise we will only sing once. <laughs> we have to do it. We have to do um, it once. But I haven't, I've never heard of the guy that won. Maxim Kriat, uh 26-year-old pro, 19-minute swim, 2-11, 346. Down there in 10th place, Guy Crawford. Oh, nice. Learned how to ride his bike a bit because he, he kept up with everybody on the bike. He's always been a good swimmer. His biking's not too bad. Um, but he managed to keep up with the leaders, but then he faded a bit on the run. Hey, so we're 10th place. Guy. And on the female side of things, we'll go female go. Uh, female side of things, good old Jessica Meyer. Took it out. 4.15 in front of Magli Tessari and Desiree Ficker and Desiree Ficker's racing a lot this, she this period, is. isn't she? Right. I'm picking these these guys aren't going to be racing Kona. You wouldn't, well, maybe. Two weeks out. You don't think? If they, if they, were, if they were pushing it, yeah. it's, it's a big ask to, to recover in time for Kona. So, okay. no more iron distance races, iron WTC iron distance races coming up, but we have got Challenge Barcelona. And this is it here? No, that's Alberman. Uh, uh, Barcelona. Okay, you keep talking, I'll pull it up. So, what's happening in Barcelona? So, it's. Do you know why they, they have the lift? Why? Because apparently, now, you know what, I'm talking out my butt here. But last <laughs> time I talked to my butt, I came up with a brilliant idea. But. Um, apparently it's because a prince from about four or five hundred years ago had a really bad lisp. Oh, really? And yeah, and, it's, and that was the reason why. That Interesting. Pe- yeah, that has, obviously his influence on the society at the time made people copy the lisp. Barcelona. Okay. I'll take that. Yeah, well, so, well, yeah. So, if I'm wrong, let me know. Put that to show, show 100 or whatever. So, okay, yeah, so the, yeah. uh, good on Challenge Barcelona. They've got their pro race field up there, which is... Uh, a lot more that can be said about a lot of other races, so good on them. Um, you're not going to see a really strong field no, here it's be- time. because it's uh, bad time. If you scroll up and we just go through a few names that I was recognising on there. Craig uh, Alexander. I'm just joking. <laughs> Francisco Pontano, he's a good athlete from Argentina, won um, Ironman races before. Uh, keep scrolling down. We've got Hal Tao. Oh, Hal uh, Davies, Planet X. And... I think it's his birthday this week. He'd have a pretty good chance here then, wouldn't he? He would have a reasonably good yeah. chance. Um, Jano Haas, he's a former short course know it's guy. His birthday? It came up on Facebook or something. I don't know. Oh, do you care, don't you, John? See, we care about our listeners, John. One of some bloody podcasts who just thinks of you as just peasants. We love you. <laughs> we do. And John loves Hotel so much he knows his birthday. Uh, keep scrolling. There was a couple of other names that I saw on here. Lucy Zelnikona. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm surprised she's not doing Kona. Um, also saw Fuave Herve in there. Or was it Herve Fuave? I can't remember which way it named. Thomas, I don't seem to remember that name. Thomas Weidmann. Mm. He's German, so he's got to be pretty decent. Yeah. And there's also a, 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 a Weiss in there, but it's, I don't think it's Michael Weiss who won a couple of races earlier this year. So... Not an amazing field, but, but you're never going th- th- to. Th- yeah, it's never going to pull a big field, is uh, it? It's uh, going to be interesting to see how the race goes. We've got some reporters on the ground there. Old, uh, Have we got a start list for Kona yet? Haven't seen it. Haven't looked for it, uh, but it's not, not being publicised okay. um, very well. Maybe we should email them. Um, 
So this is the second time they've had Challenge Barcelona. Last year they had all the issues with the race director. I think the race went okay. Oh, that's right. And they had, but then yeah. after the race they've had issues um, with, with, with the with Signing the up, the entry. And... So hopefully they will have sorted it out this time. Uh, and I think the course is pretty flat. Um, but we've got some reporters on the ground there, so we'll, let, we'll get uh, get the full scoop on it. Okay, John, well, some pretty exciting news for the Welshies in the world. because And I'm not talking about Greg Welsh here. This is an island, this one. Oh, okay, where's the Welsh one? We, we talked about this last week. Um, it has been officially launches. Mm. So ironmanwales.com is going to be on September 11th. Oh, so they're trying to compete with Challenge. Really, aren't they? Probably be about around yeah. about similar time, yeah. September mm. uh, 11th, 2011. So there you go. ironmanwales.com. Go there, see if there's anything, anything there. Um, so there's, that race is coming up for, for you pommies, and the challenge race is going to be a lot of racing. It's going to be really interesting yeah, to see Yeah, you've got them having nothing, out. you poms, until we have like, heaps of races, yeah. haven't you? But they're all going to be... That's not live yet. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see who survives and who does well, because you've got Ironman UK... OK, let's make predictions on who's going to survive. WCC is going to survive. It will, but, uh, but I'll be surprised if they sell out you don't. You think they won't sell I don't out? think they will. You don't that, think Wales well, is a good destination? Sorry, I think Wales is a really nice destination. Um, I don't think they sell out. I think this is the first time we've got because I know we've got Rote in Germany, but Rote was so well established, mm-hmm. and, and um, it's a sellout every year. Yeah, easily. and Germany's well established as well. This is the first time they've really gone head to head, really, isn't it? Mm. You know, both releasing a new product at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to be a real test of the market mm. of brand recognition. You know, and you've got to say Ironman's got the upper hand, but it'll be interesting to see. But Challenge has good. Good. What Challenge has is it has a good relationship with the with the athlete. In the existing, the more hardcore athletes. Yeah, so. and it's got to teeter down a little bit, doesn't it? You know, mm. if, so it's an interesting time to hit John. And I think a lot of it is going to come down to course selection and having a nice course that people really enjoy, rather than having a location that's convenient for people. Yeah, but Iron Man is always going to get those first timers. Oh yeah, yeah. You know I mean, that's, that's the upper hand they've got, isn't mm. it? Okay, WCC also going to Ireland and uh, in Green Ireland. <laughs> with Ireland and Galway nice place for a race where's Galway it's an island oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't have figured that one <laughs> right, I'm, I'm here to help I'm here to help oh John I'll be lost without you I'll tell you <laughs> anyway, okay. so 70.3 <laughs> series is getting bigger and bigger yeah um, one other piece of news I was struggling for a bit of news this week it was um, just an interesting thing they're doing with ITU <laughs> Making because it's a John's ITU update. Okay, John's like, wait a second. John's ITU update. update. These guys are making good money, man. Like they've got this year on the the World Championship series. Yep. They've now sort of got like you do in say cycling. You've got your best sprinter, your best hill climber, okay, yep, etc. Yep. What, what categories do they give? Best swimmer, best biker, best runner. Okay, break it down. I haven't actually done the research into how it's broken down. Who yep. wins it? Well, if, if, if you're the best. Swimmer, bike, or a runner, you get five thousand US, and it's three thousand, and it's two thousand. So, these guys are getting a nice little top-up pay um, for being consistent, being loyal to the it's series. Funny, it's funny how, uh, yeah. even even then, our sport's still pretty poor, isn't it? You know, uh, if you look at Tour de France, you get top sprint. Yes. You know, you, you probably. You, what, what do they pocket? Well, they don't pocket much out of that. They, they, they make it out of their contract with their okay. team. But no, the top ITU guys now are making pretty pretty decent. What do you reckon? Okay, so let's look at Gomez. Top man in the game right now. What do you think he makes, not just from races, as an income annually? He'd have to make, if, if you're talking New Zealand dollars, I would have to say easily a couple hundred thousand. But is that with, like, with your marketing? Like someone yeah. like Bev, yeah. Bevan, great name by the way. Yeah. Um, someone like Bevan, who, you know, well known in New Zealand, 
you know, probably got some good brands behind him. I wouldn't know how much he's getting paid, but if you just look at his prize money, you know, say say at each race he's getting, say, I think it's about fifteen to eight, maybe it's eighteen and a half thousand US. Yep. You win a few of those, two or three of those, it's sixty thousand US. Plus, he'd get quite good contracts for his European clubs. Yep. Um, so I'd have to think he'd be you know, New Zealand dollars. He'd have to be making a hundred thousand at least um, out of prize money. Maybe somebody else here has got stats on how much money these guys are making. But if anything, that's sad. 100000 for the world's best athlete. It is. You know what I mean? You can get off this job doing that. But it's progress. Yeah. And it's going in the right direction Yeah. for, for the short course guys. Wow, that's, that's fascinating. Because I remember Macca, when I talked to Macca about Hamish Carter, one thing we've, we've talked about this in the past in the show, but if you look at Hamish Carter, he's a bloody marketable athlete because mm-hmm. he's got the smile to sell, he's got personality, you know, he knows how to do the media thing really well. And, and Macca was saying, if anything, he'd always wished, he maybe have wished he'd race for New Zealand because, mm-hmm. you know, Carter's set up for life really, isn't he, mm-hmm. with, you know, with the marketing stuff he can do through, uh, obviously, he won a gold medal as well, so he deserves mm-hmm. that. But, you know, Macca in Australia, Macca's really good at the marketing, but he obviously doesn't have the same kind of profile. So. Well, big big thing there was um, Hamish Carter and Sarah Ulmer, um, which is a famous New Zealand yeah. cyclist. They had the same manager and that guy, and they were with him from day one. And it's pretty and, clever, uh, obviously. And he, he got the whole story sort of going. Okay, then. Uh, sponsor. Extreme Endurance. Now, pull up that um, thing that I sent across. Okay, you, you start talking, John. So, Extreme Endurance, buffer your lactic acid. Okay. Um, we're going to have uh, Sandy from Extreme Endurance on in the next couple of weeks oh, just we? to talk about some of the other products. Um, <coughs> so, my email would have come in uh, show notes, that one there. That one there? No, one above it. Love it. Oh, great podcasting this. Yeah, Lee Rogers, here we go. Yeah, pull that one there. I'm going to view Lee Rogers. So Lee Rogers is um, one of the athletes that uses extreme endurance. He's a top cyclist, sort of neo pro sort of standard. Yep. And uh, a lot of these guys, they, they always start their things by saying they they almost don't want to let people know that they're on the product. Yep, so because there's an advantage. He said, initially sceptical, I decided to take the pills for just one week to see if they would do any difference. But after four days of my usual hill repeat course, I noticed a complete lack of burn in my legs. The next day, I headed out for a 50-kilometer loop, which um, I do a hard time trial. Again, no burn, even up the last 3K climb to the finish. So there you go. Of these two rides, I felt no significant tiredness or aching in my legs and generally a higher level of energy through the day. The improved rate of recovery was very important to me as my tight schedule meant I had to maximise my time on the bike and recovery. The extreme endurance pills really helped me do this. So he used to, be, he used to do some writing. Um, one, one thing he has put here, which I think is really important, these aren't magical little beans that will turn yeah. into, into a pro. You still need to do the miles, in, but they will decrease your lactic build date, therefore showing, allowing you to train at a higher intensity for Longer. So, as you said, it's not gonna, it's not gonna turn you from zero. Do the yards team. Got to do the yards, but it might give you that little bit of extra edge that you need um, to sort of just take it up that extra couple of percent. So, check it out, xendurance.com. Use the code IMTalk and you should get a nice little discount there. And you're away. I'm just looking at their website right now, John. Xendurance.com. You can play that ad again, are you? No, you can watch the ad because we, we don't need to because we get the real dude on the show, man. It's, we're, right. we're linked up. We're in the know. And help them crack over, oh, they're up to 900, and this is what we're going to talk about later as well, they're up to 953 people on with the old I like on uh, Facebook. So if you're on Facebook, give them the old thumbs up, I like. Give them a bit of I like. Excellent. Okay, then, uh, discussion of the week. So last week we had a discussion, James the Wise One Botel sent this one through, asking what products have you discovered that you'd rave about to the rest of the I Am Talk community? And obviously you guys haven't got like, You want to keep it all close to your chest. <laughs> it's like a streaming endurance, you don't want to tell your mates. Yeah. Because no one really answered. We've got five answers. So, John, what do you think? 
Um, Jeff Savage, good old free ice bath, 10 trays of ice cubes in cold water Ooh. in the bath, tub, or any ice bath. Now, we had ocean. Andrew on the show about this. And Andrew said cold bath water was fine. Going colder, is it better? Don't know the exact answer to that. I think the I think the sort of optimal temperature, I think from memory, is about the sort of 10 to 12 degrees. Yep. So I'd imagine your tap water is not going to be quite that cold. Okay. Um, but I think we'll, we'll do some research on that. One thing I did see today when I was on a website was um, you can buy these uh, inflatable... Um, baths, <laughs> yeah, and uh, specifically made for for doing ice baths. So. Oh, really? Oh, and, and the gridiron, they just have tubs. Yeah, They're like you know, like a gallon drum. Yeah, and they just chuck them in them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there we go. Okay, Kristen Eichsixon, uh, uh, Nutella. Do you like Nutella? Yes, I do. I don't buy it a lot. No, I don't either because I know it's bad for me. Yeah. And it's one of those things that if it's in the cupboard, I, I end up putting my finger in it, mm. licking the butt jar, and so don't do it. Okay. Ben Greenfield, oil of oregano. Uh, uh-huh. I don't ever, don't ever travel without it now, and it saved my immune system um, while travelling to plenty of races. And he's got a link there on it as well if you want, you want to check out where to get it. Uncle Trevor Kirsten, uh, noon. Electrolyte replacement tra- tra- tablets, I should say. Crack a half a tab into your bike of water, uh, turn it into a refreshing sugar free drink full of electrolyte, lots of flavour, comes in a few different ones uh, sodium, potassium, and only three calories. I can pronounce all the ingredients, so it's okay. James, the wise one, Botel, noon, totally agree with Trevor. I enjoy, um, I'm enjoying extreme endurance, it does help recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the book Run Workouts for Runners and Triathletes oh, by Bobby McGee. Great plans and great variety. Um, I'm a run walk convert now. My number one favourite piece of gear: Newton, oh, descender, training shoes. Light, awesome looking, and fantastic to supporting four foot run form. Okay, Jumbo, what about you? I'm out of touch, man. I'm out of touch with this world now. <laughs> yeah. um, so what was it? Was it we were talking about? What products would you rave about? At the moment, I've got to say the compression socks. Oh, so you you, you are funny, John. <laughs> Because you 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 are because you know you you are socks look you're like a schmuck. I don't train them a lot because you don't want to look like a schmuck, do you? Yeah, but I really do find that they are good for the recovery, and I'm not sponsored by them. Um, I do, yeah. Hey, so, <laughs> so, pretty good at plugging things. <laughs> uh, I would say out of the things that I've been using of late, they would be. Um, Probably the best thing I think in terms of what I've done, and and, and, walking, is, and, have, and bringing in the beer, but a little bit of barefoot running as well. What about um, to regards to has there ever been a product that significantly made a big difference for you? You know what I mean? Where you kind of go, shit, you know, that made a big difference. I, I, one thing that I do is I try to train on old clunky tires, not necessarily tires, Just but wheels, not the best gear, and then. I really like the big boost when you go to race wheels, okay. um, and I notice that pretty significantly. So I avoid getting really fancy training gear, and then I notice you get a big boost from that. That's probably my one. I, I agree with Jeff. For me, it's the ice bath. Mm-hmm. For me, when I discovered ice baths, because I'd never done them until Andrew mm-hmm. came along, and then after that, it's like it's just a miracle cure. I reckon. Mm-hmm. Well, for my experience of it, you know, like when I've whenever I've done long runs, hard training sessions, jump in the ice bath, and you, you know, just fifteen minutes, the next day it feels like you've done nothing. It's, it's pretty great. So yeah, they're, they're pretty much. One other thing that I do like, um, well, in, in, in doses, is the old uh, short yoga session, thirty minute yoga, amazing. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I do that all the time. He's got lots of crummy ones up there, but like Blinder and I 
quite reasonably regularly should do more yoga together and it's just a 30 minute session 20 minutes even 20 20, yeah, 20 30. 30 and if you pick out the ones that are sport specific they're generally quite good and then he's got lots of other crappy crappy yeah, right, ones. Yeah, chair into yoga. yeah um but if you pick out the sports ones like oh, chairs. soccer running etc etc um they're quite good and it's just a good little 30 minute stretch session yeah i'll put a link to that on www.imtalk.me it's a uh, yoga um, yoga amazing yeah um, okay, this week's question. So you've got one, or can I check one in here? Well, you can listen to mine. I'm quite, quite, I quite like mine to be out there. Okay. So maybe potentially we could tack in two here because this is an easy one. Tack in two, John. <coughs> <coughs> what time is Scott Molina going to do in Kona this year? Why is he doing Kona? Molina, yeah. you're just a legend, mate. So How's his running going? I think it's going okay. So a bit of inside scoop. He has been training consistently well, and I think up to the last two weeks, he's he's, he's okay and he's in shape. And I don't think any because Molina. Okay, here's the inside scoop on Molina. Just because I've trained a bit Molina. First of all, he always carries toilet paper and he's a wise man for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> but, but second of all, um, I, I want to tell you a funny story, but I can't. Um, second of all, he's, he's still got it. The, the only thing of Molina is he's a, he's a little bit fragile as he's got a little bit older. And so at times, the, the legs are running, you know, and he gets a little bit injured at times. But if he could pull together a block of training, mm-hmm. you go out and you go, blame Molina, he can still lay some smack down. Yeah. So if he's had a good block of training going into it, what do you think? Oh, that's what we're going to talk about next oh, week. I want to talk about yeah. so, Okay, so, we'll go with that one. Yeah. Okay, but, but mine's going to be next week. Well, next week will be a kind of what's special. You can write, write it down and save it. No, because my one... Okay, we'll do two next week. Okay. Because mine is who will Chrissy beat in the men's. I'll do that this week as well. Do your Melina pick and do who will Chrissy beat. Yeah, or do what place will she get overall? Yeah, that's a better one. What place? Because okay. next week will be more about doing the picks. Because we should get overall last year, 20th, wasn't it? Would have been about, somewhere around about that. I yeah. think she might have been in the top She'd be 20. Brownie. Mm. Or did he just beat her and he got 20th, didn't he? Mm. Was it, she was around 20. Well, so, okay, the first one is predicting Melina's time. Come on, Melina! And we want splits. I don't know what you want to think. And secondly, what place will Chrissy get overall? Because it could either blow for him. Because the year I did it, he blew, he ended up doing 13 something. Yeah. But hey, he kept on trucking. That's what mm. I like about Melina. But but if he can pull off a blinder. But he's 50 50 to 54 now, you see. Oh, so he could probably win his age group, couldn't he? Would he be good enough to win his age group? So that could be a clue for you guys. Well, the year that I went, I think the first age group that you I had would get... You had a fast the, year. Yeah. You are ridiculous a fast year. Yeah. So if, I would say he, he would have to go about 9.30, I would have thought. Yeah. If it's a, if it's reasonably fair conditions, but we'll, we'll have a look at that next yeah. week. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I'm pretty excited about next week's show now, John. Mm. And then I go on holiday the next day. Okay, uh, let's do another sponsor. M- music first. Oh, okay, music Let first. Let me hear the music. Okay, here's the music. Music right now. Age Grouper of the Week. Hers. Oh, really? Because I haven't done my piece, John. Because what happened was. You'll find out soon. M turned up early. Yes. And John goes to me. John goes to me. Look, she's always late. <laughs> and John even turned up late because I'm thinking he assumed she was always late. Yeah. And suddenly do my piece. So so like, assuming anything in life has come home to be a dangerous thing. Well, that's right. So who sent it, John? Roger. Good old just Roger. I think it might be Roger Spence. I think. Okay. Well, first of all, hi Bevan and John. Really enjoying the show recently, and I would like to nominate age grouper of the week. However, instead of an age grouper, I would like to nominate. All the members of the TFN Tri Club in Nottingham who took part in the inaugural Outlaw Triathlon. I wonder if the inaugural Outlaw Triathlon are a bit worried about what's happening at the moment. It should be. Because that did really great for their mm-hmm. first race. Mm-hmm. But, you know, next year, three races coming up. And it's like, oh. Anyway, uh, although, hey, 
people might support them because they did a great job. Having an iron distance try in your hometown proved too tempting for a lot of people, and so there's quite a few going <coughs> along for the first time. I've attached the sheet, which I think you have copied and pasted into here, with all the finished results for the TFN members, and I could find uh, I could find the results. The first timers have been highlighted in yellow. However, I would like to give special mention for some of the great performances that I know about. John, do you want to list, go through them? Just go through them quickly. The TFN Block Compression Sport Team. Oh, nice. Um, Helen Gossman, Lucy Gossage, um, and Louise Collins. That's, that's how Thomas says sausage. You can't pronounce sausage. She goes, do it tonight. Gothage. <laughs> I love that stuff. Sorry, Lucy. Um, apparently, one of those girls finished, I think, second at uh, Lanzarote this year. Oh, and really? the other one is like a former top swimmer. So there's like a guru team. Yeah, and they beat the first man in by about 18 minutes. Oh, nice. Go, you. So Get nice, the chicks. Nice okay, David Vernon, uh, 11.24.39. Uh, first time racing Iron pushed himself really hard to get the sub at 11.30. Well done. Elsie Roberts, 11.31 and 11 seconds. First time racing Iron Distance. Third in her age group at a target time of 12.30 and did the fastest female marathon of the day, excluding oh. the teams. Oh, great work. Roger Spence, 11.54, uh, 51. Okay, I know I shouldn't nominate myself. Oh, and you shouldn't, actually. <laughs> oh, I might just disregard this one, but I did do wrote three weeks beforehand and did 11.29, so good, consistent result. Vreni Verhoeven, 11.57. First time racing Iron Distance. First in her age group and a great bike spot. Oh, great work Andy Fairbrother uh, had a tough marathon and was looking unwell towards the end but kept on trucking to get back to the finish Steve Hamilton 12.41 first time racing iron distance one of the first people to enter the race um, lost a lot of weight over winter but had trouble with the run training still managed to get his half marathon under two hours walked the rest but kept smiling he was vowed to return next year due to unfinished business okay good old Maria Lawton uh, first time racing iron distance I'm a little biased this time Maria comes from a background of ultra marathon and when she entered the outlaw in November didn't own a bike and could only do 100 meters breaststroke this doesn't follow the John Newsom three year plan but her first triathlon was uh, Bala model distance and she did 5.48 there in June 2010, followed by a week later by the Dan Buster Olympic distance at 2.53, and finally the Outlaw. She really wants to go sub-13 and didn't ask anyone about time until the last hour station, then gave everything to she got to the finish. The 12.47, and then to round off that weekend, Maria and I got married. Back it up. Oh, and I, I didn't read that The part. fourth discipline. Oh, Christ. Marriage. <laughs> and then followed by the fifth. Um, I got married on Monday the 9th of August, the day after the outlaw. Imagine, imagine, imagine the walking up the aisle. I was thinking that before. It wouldn't be walking. Yeah. It would be... Well, the guy would be right, because he can get there early, a bit of a stretch. Yeah. Yeah. The chick's stumbling up the aisle. Crikey, that would have been hard work. So for, for everyone at the TFN Tri Club in Nottingham, just a big big ups to you for getting behind the local race and supporting it and just everyone getting in and having a great race. And Roger and Maria, congratulations. Mm, and I congr- hope you did oh, manage to walk up the oh, aisle. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Because I was in a wheelchair nearly after my first time, man. Oh, totally. Yeah. Quads are not happening. No. It's just... And, and like yeah that wasn't I don't think it was a good planning team but hey I'm sure you've got some good stories around it yeah. okay. yeah, oh. we won't normally do like a big team like this so I just no. thought initiative was good initiative okay we're allowed once first time race we're allowed once and uh, we like people with initiative 
Okay, John, uh, coffees of Hawaii. <laughs> now, we talked a couple of weeks ago when we were, I think we were talking about the Drive on Tunes. Yep. Um, about affiliate programs, and we know a lot of you guys have got. So, where do I find it, John? Blog, oh, it's on the page. <laughs> um, if you've got blogs or if you've got your own website or anything like that, this is just an easy way just to make a l- perhaps make a tiny little bit of money on the side and also support one of our sponsors. Um, but by doing that you're supporting the show so it's an affiliate program if you don't know how affiliates work because a lot of people don't because I mentioned this to them it's basically free for you to do you just put a logo up on your website or your blog and, and often they give you the code so in your blog you can just go okay we'll add the code to this and um, and then all the images will come through for you beautifully yeah. and stuff so you just have to copy and paste the code and it's done and then if somebody comes along to your website go I like that if they click on it and then they go after the website and if, some, if they buy some products it's all tracked and you just get a commission so you get percent commission on all products um, except tour tickets and it's just easy if and a customer wants to um, come through the site and your website and decides not to buy, make the purchase right away but make the purchase within the next 30 days you'll still earn your commission on the sale uh, okay so they know that they basically they've learnt the customer has learnt about your site address or something yeah like yeah and so they've figured out that well A you've, you know, you've sent them in their direction so and they come back you know a few days later and buy it you're still going to get your commission which is really important and it's not like you're going to make a lot out of this. Like we've got a few affiliates and people buy off and stuff. And it's just, if you've got a website, it might just end up covering your website fees for yeah. the year or so. You know, and you know what, again, as we've talked about this often, but it's a great product. Mm. You know what I mean? And so and everyone who's used it has just been talked about so highly. So it's pretty windy, John, I think. In the <laughs> <laughs> it's really annoying me. Um, so if you go to Coffees of Hawaii... Um, if you go along, I think it's the company. If you click on the code, just hold your company. Yeah, if you go along to the company button on the right-hand side, and then it's got a button there for affiliates. So get on there if you're interested. And if you're not, if you don't have your own website or anything like that, just go through our page and you can buy your coffees uh, using the social discount. And just lastly, with affiliate programs, what's great is that all you do is point, <coughs> point the people in the direction of the website. Mm. They take care of everything for mm. you. So they do the shipping, they do the ordering, they, everything that's done. All you do is you have it on your website and eventually you'll get a little check from them for yeah. you know the sales you've created. So love Coffees of Hawaii's work. Okay, John. Uh, time for M. Time for M. So we got M on the show and uh, let's just put her on. This is going to be a long... Oh, no, have we done it? Yep, okay. Here's M right now. I'm sure the listeners are loving that sound. Ooh. <laughs> Sounds terrible. So, so welcome, first of all, to the show. Uh, John's been opening a packet of a cookie, of a famous cookie at that, of the Ems Power Cookies, and he's having a bite. What's it like, John? Tasty. And you, you may have noticed, John, it's new and improved. Mm-hmm. And right next to me right now, the non-pregnant M. <laughs> I am not pregnant. It's <laughs> right next to us. And uh, so how are you going, I'm doing really well, Ben. doing really well. And so you, you've done a few little innovations around what's happening in your little business of cookie world. Cookie world. Tell is us always, a little bit what's happening. Always innovating. Well, recently I tweaked oh, the recipe. Here we go. <laughs> well, recently, back in... Recently? Well, no, you, you constantly have to change and improve things, you know, keep things fresh. And um, with my original yeah, cookie... Good. It's yummy, Mm -hmm. and it was always good, but we wanted to look at a way to increase the shelf life without adding heaps of preservatives or, you know, processed sugars and fructose thingies. Um, So what we did is we actually tweaked back the butter a little bit, Mm -hmm. which will help the nutritional profile, and we replaced it with a bit of sunflower oil, and we also tweaked back the brown sugar and added a bit of rice syrup. So Mm -hmm. the original cookie Mm -hmm. is now, it's actually better. It tastes better. It does. It has a longer shelf life. It now has a six-month shelf life. It's making a noise. 
the pockets, it's crinkly. Yeah. And um, it, yeah, it's healthier. So I'm pretty stoked with it. And these guys, come here, come gosh, here, you guys can't here. get yeah, enough. That is pretty good thing. That is pretty good. I'm loving the cookie. Yeah, it's great. Well, I'm exporting to Australia now. Ooh. So if they're in bike shops. So for the Australian market, it's really important because, you know, it takes a bit of time to get stock over there. And Australia is a big country. And If it's not in your bike shop, go into your bike shop and say, look, we know of these amazing cookies from yes. beyond. New Zealand, North and, Island. and send them to just send it or just, just powercookies.com, yeah, and then they you can put they them can, in touch with the yeah, email me and then I can get my distributor to get onto your local bike shop because they've got distribution through all of Australia, we've wow. got reps in all the territories, it's Great. really, really awesome. So, no, we're pretty, pretty stoked with mm, that. That's pretty Great. big, mm. yeah, and, and more, more wrinkling, more about more crinkling, apricot attack. So, she's got her power bars, which is well, but she's also got the peanut butter. Chocolate bites. bombs. We've got bites. Mm. So I've got bites and I've got cookies and I've got bars. And the bites are good if you're doing really hard racing. You just want a little piece at a time. Yeah. You don't you're have to eat. Chuck a, in your back of your yeah. Because a whole bar, it's quite a lot to eat. Mm. And like for me, it's no Especially problem. On a bike when you're riding. I chow mm. through a whole bar. No, no worries. Yeah, because I'm a bit of a pig. But <laughs> <laughs> it goes for broke. Yeah. Racing. Yeah, that's right, man. I just shovel it in. <laughs> it's great. But. For cyclists, they like to have little bits, and so I think for that particular market and for and, people wanting and that. school lunches and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. John. For kids. So you're a dad. I didn't think about my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> she just wants money. Yeah, or if you're on a diet and you want to cut calories, you can have a little bite, and it's a portion control thing. Nice, nice, because it's that whole big plate thing, isn't it? Exactly. If you have a big plate, you eat more food. Yeah. And what I do is get them by the box side, put them in the freezer, and just take them yep, out. That's right. Defrost them in you your pocket. Do, John? What you eat the whole box at once? I've no, been no, no, no. I've done really good with this. I've done really good. No, but what I do is microwave bit of yogurt for dessert. Oh yeah. Have you tried melted chocolate on them? Oh, we made our I'm a fitness professional. Cake. I don't eat chocolate. Oh come on. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. But you can get your bike shops to. You can buy them from the box through your bike shops as well. Just oh, great. be like, oi Get in more stock, and they can—they'll cut you a deal. I've already talked to them. Hey, so um, for those of you who don't know who Em is, <laughs> Em's a, a, a top New Zealand sports nutritionist, but also a top athlete. She's won coast to coast, which is the world championship of multi-sport. How do I get away with that? I don't know. There's no international <laughs> governing body. Jenny just says what he wants. Yeah. So you're, you're, you're the world champ. I like that. Three times. Three well, times. Yeah, three man. times. And she's done a lot of endurance racing and stuff as well. Yep, done a bit of adventure racing. But do you like the adventure racing? Uh, not so much. I'm more of a coast to coaster one day multi-sport racing yeah. adventure racing is okay but I like to sleep at night and I get real grumpy mm. and you got to do rollerblading and weird stuff don't you yeah it's yeah. kind of kind of gay no I think <laughs> <laughs> I, I know him yeah, in a good way yeah, we, had, we, we, had do, we had to do a bleep last week because John said the F word yeah are we so. not allowed to swear on Iron Man talk uh, well not well, the F words I, I say shit sometimes okay yeah, yeah. Okay. it's just the F bombs we have to and we have to be careful there's a C word would never go towards no don't do that Americans have told us a P word we're not allowed to use as well which one's a P Oh. Small, small cat, a small cat. They oh. get very offended by oh, that. Oh, really? Yeah. In, in New Zealand, I see not that a all big, the time. Yeah, no, but yeah. Americans apparently get. It's like Americans call their fanny their bum. They call it, yeah, it's a fa- their but the fanny, fanny, fanny Whereas in New Zealand, fanny's the front bit. Yeah. For girls. I'm a girl. Yeah. Exactly. So, anyway, it's, it's, it's all <laughs> backwards. Everything's backwards and upside down here in New Zealand. Uh, us Kiwis. Us Kiwis. Anyway, so we've got him on the show today to talk a little bit about the question you guys have been sending through over the last kind of period of time. We're going to get in a little bit more over, over the next period of time because we kind of, nutrition is just such a big part of our sport and, you know, and I am, there's so many factors that can make us fail on the day and one of the, the biggest one is nutrition. So, 
well, you know, moving forward from here, if you obviously don't have a question for the today's show, don't be afraid to send through some questions for M for mm. future shows so we can just keep helping you guys get the best results you can get. Exactly. So John's going to hit in with Ali Hollington. Ali Hollington. What's her nickname? You talk about it, John, I'll pull it up. Yeah, no, she's got a nickname, so we better use that. So she's asking a little bit, and some of these questions, they are a bit old, so hopefully we haven't gone over them before, but if we have, it's always mm. good to go over things again. Mm. Um, no, it's not that old. No. You haven't been that old. Yeah, but I, I, think, I think I had one down there like yeah. uh, 2008. That's, that's starting to get a little bit old. Mm. But, um, yeah, that's I, do, okay. I do keep things on fire. We'll catch up. Ali really was talking about... Um, vegetarians and sort of iron issues you can have if you're a vegetarian um what are some of the maybe the indicators and if you are vegetarian what you can do to just keep an eye on on making sure that your iron's up so yep maybe just talk a little bit about um iron sources if you're vegetarian and um and then we can maybe go on to the 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 numbers in terms of what you're looking for exactly Mm. so um, first of all, with the with the sources of foods that you can have as a vegetarian, a lot of your your commercially produced grains and um, packaged cereals and things like that, they're fortified with iron, and that actually makes up quite a lot of the actual iron intake in most people's diets, whether you're a meat eater or a vegetarian. So it's it's really important to make sure you are eating a wide variety of of these types of grains. So mueslis, breakfast cereals, even breads that are that not, are fortified with iron. Not like cocoa pops and not cocoa sugar. pops. No, no. But try to go for for cereals that do have a high fiber content as well as a high protein content because often these ones will have like dried fruits in them as well, iron fortification, and and good quality nutrients. And what about regards to your breads? Um, With breads... um, you can have a look at the label, but a lot of the breads are fortified with iron. Okay. Um, you just have to be careful. Like with with breads, if you go for one that's like a really unprocessed sort of wholesome bread, like yeah. you got those real grainy breads. Yeah. Some are fortified, some aren't. So you've really got oh, to check okay. the label. But the the grain in itself does also contain iron, yeah. and so so that's one source is, is making sure you're getting in those those whole grains. Um, of course, beans like uh, kidney beans, legumes, mm-hmm. those yeah. types yeah. of things. That's another really good source of iron. Dried fruit is an excellent source of iron as well. Um, for vegetarians who do eat seafood, ironically, mussels are actually the highest source. I've got a couple of pears in there. Ah, <laughs> look at the guns. You should oh, see You've been working out, guns. mate. <laughs> <laughs> Running does nothing. Driving <laughs> <laughs> is not healthy. <laughs> no good can come. Oh, John. Okay, so, You're and, looking massive, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so brutal. <laughs> And so anything else? Um, let's see. Uh, okay, so the grains, the dried fruits, um, mussels. Fish doesn't really have so much, but mussels do, and it's because of, of the types of foods that they eat. And it's okay. that, that dark, oh, of course, your green leafy vegetables. Great, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and with the green leafies, you know, because I'm a vegetarian. The other night we did this stir fry, and I got all this silver beet from my garden, which is organically grown. Mm-hmm. And the wok was just heaped with this silver beet that I just chopped up sauteed it up with some mushroom and onion and in the in the wok it was a um uh it was made out of out of iron and so it's really good if you can cook in um in a container an iron container because that actually helps especially with vegetarians Mm. to get a little bit more out of that iron that's coming from the food it actually comes from the cooking utensil as well from from the pot or the pan or the wok or whatever and then what i also did is i chopped up some tomato and added that in to the stir fry as well, but with the silver beet, you know, I used a great Shit, volume of it. Shitload, yeah. it boils right down, reduces right down, and then I had mm. that with some whole wheat stuffed ravioli, which which was really good. So that's actually quite a high iron iron source meal. Now, to of course, then there becomes the bioavailability. 
And the reasons why meat eaters have, a, a, generally they have better iron stores than non-meat eaters is because the, the iron from meat is heme iron, it's blood iron, and it does have a higher, a much higher bioavailability. So what you can do to increase the bioavailability, whether you are vegetarian or not, is to have at least 50 milligrams of vitamin C yeah, with the meal. Like, yeah. yeah. Mm. So a glass of orange juice, maybe some, you know, tomatoes, um, potatoes are a really good source of, of vitamin C as well. Um, but of course your fruits, like strawberries, apples, orange juice. So like for yeah. dessert, you could have some strawberries or something like yeah, that. Yeah. It's just going to help it absorb Exactly. Better. And yeah. that's a really good idea for a healthy, a dessert, healthy kind of dessert yeah, to have. Yeah, yeah for sure. I know for athletes that go up to altitude, um, that's really pushed on them a lot is to up their vitamin C intake in yeah. the, in the, the yeah. preceding period to try to get their iron yeah, up. Yeah. And uh, I guess that's one thing, if, if you do have iron issues, and this isn't so much of a nutrition subject as much, but if you are going to go to altitude, you really got to be onto the, the iron yeah. stuff because your iron stores get hammered Depending. when you go up there. Yeah. So, yeah. so be um, especially careful for, yep. with that if you've had yep. issues with it in the past. Yep. Um, um, and in terms of the numbers, she sort of talked about um, if you have any testing or anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, there's a few different stages of iron deficiency. Um, stage one is depleted iron stores. And what we look at is the serum ferritin. And so anything less than 12 micrograms per liter is an indication of depletion, just depleted iron stores. But wait a second, how's, how's yeah. Joe Public going to know this? Blood well, you got to go to your, you so have you, to go so to your doctor. Test, yeah. yeah, you have to go to your doctor and okay. get a blood test. And well, for someone actually, like this who is concerned about how much iron they're getting in a diet, they are yeah. the kind of people. Yeah. You know, whereas yeah. most people she probably are too concerned about the Most people are probably okay. But having said that, a lot of people, you know, they're not eating a, a healthy diet. They're, they're yeah, eating a lot of junk food. They're not eating those wholesome foods. They're not eating all those fruits and veggies and yeah. getting the vitamin C in to help with the absorption. Yeah. Maybe they're having coffee or tea with caffeine. If you have that an hour of either side of, a, of an iron-rich meal, that can inhibit iron absorption. Oh, okay, well. One thing that enhances iron absorption is alcohol. I thought you were going to say something else, <laughs> <laughs> Back it up. Back it up. Mm -hmm. So yeah, getting a blood test is a really good idea, and and also too, you have to look at what's relative for you. For like, I've always sort of had lower iron stores. I've been a vegetarian for most of my life, mm -hmm. um, or near vegetarian. I go through phases, um, but anyway, if you get your iron tested and it is a little bit low, and you think, oh, oh no, I've got a problem. You're anemic. Well, it's just you don't need to panic, but you just need to maybe. Um, continue with your, you know, with your regular eating patterns. Look at at possibly just paying a bit more attention to make sure you are getting in iron-rich foods, and then maybe in a couple few months' time, get another test. And yeah. if there's a change, or you know, if you're having symptoms, that's probably one of the most important things. If you are having symptoms, what are those symptoms? Fatigue, you know, low energy. But, but just... The problem for us is we live in a we live in a state of fatigue and low energy because we put so much energy out. You don't. Well, I, do. I, I work pretty hard actually. <laughs> uh, no, but you know what I mean. Like yeah. if you think of an Iron Man who's out yeah. there training you know 20 to 40 hours a week mm. fatigue and tiredness yeah. is, a, is a place they live but, but if you but but also too you're you're going to be in tune with your body and most people sh will be able to tell the difference, difference between fatigue from training okay. and, and a true iron so deficiency defeat yeah, because yeah if you but if you do have true iron deficiency anemia you will be rooted you okay. won't yeah you'll be you'll notice it for sure you won't be able bound. to breathe yeah. you know getting air in is difficult think, general fatigue um one other thing that's that's really useful to do is actually to get some baseline numbers if this something yeah, you've suffered from um, if you have had iron issues when you're healthy and good or um, maybe pre-season then get a blood test done and then maybe yeah. get it done every yeah. month or every two months if it's something you suffer from then you've got a baseline yeah. figure it once you're yeah. screwed there's yeah. an iron test is going to yeah. tell you you're low on iron but as em said yeah. you might normally be a bit on the low side yeah and, and that's the th like mm. that's like with me i'm a bit low but i'm generally 
pretty okay, pretty, yeah. pretty healthy. So, yeah. And, and but if, I have, you, if you neglected that, then you could fall pretty quickly. Right. And, yeah. I, and I do keep an eye on it. So, mm. so that is something to be aware of for sure. So the rest now, of the numbers? Now, the second stage of iron deficiency is early functional iron deficiency. So stage one was just simply depleted iron stores. Stage two is early functional deficiency. And that's where we look at the transferrin saturation. And if that's less than 16%, then that's an indication of stage two. Stage three is iron deficiency in Anemia. This is when you really start to feel the symptoms, and we look at the hemoglobin level to be less than 130 grams per liter for males and less than 120 grams per liter for females. And so there's a few other lab values they can look at as well, but generally they'll just look at like your okay. your ferritin, your your total iron, and your hemoglobin, and okay. yeah, and, and then they'll take action from there. They may so, so, so the recommendation is if you know you're someone who could be partial to iron problems, you know, yeah. and, and obviously based on really, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, your lifestyle, um, you want to really want to get, get a blood test done, yeah. and then work with your your medical advisor, maybe nutritionalist, exactly. to get the right yeah. diet and yep. to make sure you get that. Yeah, and of course the other thing is the sheer volume of food for especially for women. See, women have a bit of a of a double whammy because we have higher iron requirements than men because of our menstruation but also we're smaller and we tend not to eat as much and you know you have to eat quite a lot of food and and, um, to get it all in and and oftentimes women especially if they're concerned about Mm. leanness or you know being body weight and and being fit for races if they're not eating enough food the sheer volume of food that in itself can be a recipe for not getting in enough dietary iron so so just bear that in mind you you, um lots of whole grains lots of the iron rich vegetables the dark green leafies dried fruits nuts are good as well don't forget the vitamin C absorption yep. from foods as well as cooking in cookware with iron in it. And then, of course, if you are a vegetarian but you do eat fish, then you can look at adding some mussels and certainly punctuating your diet with some supplemented red meat. And beef and lamb, because of the redness of them, they have a higher bioavailability. Um, with, with just, just quickly, what about supplements? Um, I wouldn't recommend taking iron supplements unless you are actually diagnosed because okay. they're, they are a bit hard on your system and, and they're not very easily absorbed either. So okay. it's, it's mm-hmm. unless you really need to take okay. them, Worst don't case take scenario. them. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah. I've got to give a plug to my sister-in-law's uh, business. She's got a, a muscle pie. Ocean, oceandivine.co.nz and Yum. they do oyster pies. Did you get some free pies here, mate? Muscle yeah, pies. I'm a bit hungry. Seafood oyster pies. pies. Bluff, bluff, bluff mm. oyster yeah, pies. I don't like, I don't like oh, good pies. By the way, uh, Ellie, lightning hey, lady. Hey, hey, give him my plug. Lightning, lightning lady. Lightning lady. Oh, okay, she can yeah. be like Power Girl with lightning bolts. Yeah, hey. That's right, that's right. Good girl, Ellie. Okay, next question uh, from Ed Hold on, hold on. I'm going to finish my The website is oceandivine.co.nz. You already said it. Oceandivine.co.nz. What is it, John? Oceandivine.co.nz. .com. It's not like powercookies.com. No, not at all. Are you dot com? Yeah. You're so international. No, it's hard to tell you. Ed Wilford sent through a question. What are some alternatives that we can you can recommend to the commercial gels or energy drinks that we're using out when we're racing? But hold on, but he lives in the reason he's asking is because he lives in Mr. Demolition, by the way. He lives in Libya. Libya. Oh wow, so Libya. he hasn't really got the option to pop down yeah. to your local sports store mm, and get yeah. a box of gels or butter. So what is your yeah. theory? Because I remember Jim Cotter, we had him on the show a couple weeks ago, and he just put salt and sugar in his drink. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what, what's your thoughts yeah. on this? <laughs> well, you, you, if he's able to get a hold of some of those little like drink sachet packets, like here in New Zealand we've got Raro and Vitafresh, you can yeah, use so that. Yeah, so like the stuff you add to drink, yeah. that you drink in something like, for. Like exactly, a, like, like just for a sugary, yummy drink, yeah. whatever. So you could put a packet of that in per liter of drink, but then you do need to put the sodium in, and that's the most important thing to 
add for your electrolyte because you've got to replace that for your sweat losses plus you need that to help with retaining the fluid. If you just drink straight water or sugar water and you're sweating a lot or you're yep. pushing a lot, especially yeah, you, you don't want to risk hyponatremia. So yeah. you need to have sodium to help with the absorption of that fluid. So the, the recipe yeah. is a quarter teaspoon of salt per liter of drink, whatever you're mixing up. And you can use a combination like table sugar sucrose is fine. Um, but a lot of the commercially prepared sports drinks usually use a blend of sucrose, fructose, maybe maltodextrin, and different, and just different types of sugars. Did I say glucose? Why would they do that? Um, because they have different absorb, they they have different um, GIs, okay. glycemic indexes, yeah. and also too, it, it's a bit of taste. And it just has, you know, it's part of their scientific kind okay. of rationale. And and I find like the drink that I use has a blend of of glucose, sucrose, and fructose. So fructose is tape is is fruit sugar. Um, glucose is just pure glucose. Yep. It's like sort of the real hard stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the yeah. basic form of, of sugar, if you will. And sucrose is just your everyday table sugar. Table yeah. sugar. Yeah. So table sugar actually has a medium GI, fructose has a low GI, and glucose has a high GI. So you can you fix it coming yeah. through the whole period of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So most of the stuff that's available in the sort of commercial market will be um, just sugar. But what you could do is you could do a little recipe of just straight sugar. You could add a bit of honey, which is a natural sugar, or you could do a bit of a diluted fruit juice. And you want about a six percent solution, and I'm just trying to. So what is you want? If you got a liter, you want six percent of it to be. Carb- you want six percent of that to be carbohydrate. Okay. So six percent in a liter will be. Um, what is six percent? I'm having a brain fart. I'm just trying to think how many grams that would be per liter then. Don't yeah, know. I don't know. Yeah, about the sugar. You're asking two morons here. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, as I should know that. Couldn't get it. Wasn't quick enough. That's classic. So, but okay. So the formula is basically you want six grams, six percent of your your six, drink to be six, carbohydrate. Six percent of your drink to be carbohydrate. And so then, it's that's going to be it's, it's going to be around sixty grams of carbohydrate per liter. And that's basically yeah. six grams of sugar. Sixty so grams of sugar. Honey. Exactly. So, for example, I just got the recipe. I'm so smart. No, so yeah, 60 grams of sugar per liter. So a tablespoon of honey is like 15 grams of carbohydrate. Okay. A teaspoon of table sugar is four grams of carbohydrate. Okay. Um, a cup of fruit juice is about 30 grams of carbohydrate. Okay. So you can kind of do the math, add up whatever combination you want, mix it up, add your quarter teaspoon of salt per liter of water, and there you go. Okay, so, so I suppose for those who are out there like me and John who are quite tight with our money mm-hmm. and, yeah. you, and you don't necessarily want to even buy the products out there and you have accessibility to it, is that going to be as effective as the products that you're getting? It'll be fine. As, lo- as long as you get the, the mixture right and as long as you practice with it in training and racing. And then taste. And yeah. taste. Yeah, because yeah, if you can't get it in, like yeah, if, you, if it makes point? you want to spew, then what's the point? It's yeah. kind of like with my power cookies. I say to people, you know, part of the battle with sports nutrition is, is getting some. nice, yeah. Yeah, so you can actually get it down it's and like not, the Gatorade drink they had in Hawaii remember when it was extra salty yeah, yeah it was just horrible yeah, yeah yeah and that's the thing if you make your own home brew <laughs> so to speak you've got to get in another yeah. beer reference <laughs> if you do make your own home brew then you have to be um, cognizant of what you're going to use on race day if you're doing an Ironman and they've got um, other things on the course yeah. and you go to take that and you're not used to it it can really upset your stomach yeah. so be very careful so you're not spelling water exactly and for the gels because he wanted to know about gels yeah. if he's living in Libya just use dates man one date will be about 10, 10 or so grams well, of a date's big in Libya it's, it's <laughs> in the Middle East it's North Africa oh the dates God. grow like you know dates Apples. on trees yeah <laughs> they're everywhere by the way I've heard Libya is a fantastic place to travel I'd love to go there okay well we'll get Mr. Demolition Mr. Demolition yeah. I'm coming to see ya what, what about is there any other I mean are there any 
side effects of having dates is that well if you have like heaps of good question because dates are high in in fiber they're also high in iron um but they are quite high in fiber so just be careful because too much of that can can cause some stomach upset so again practice it okay but 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 dates are fine bananas are fine um that's a really good one to have in terms of making up your own gel you could honey would be good you know what some friends of mine back in the states who are cyclists they used to use um that icing you can buy they probably can't get it in libya but yeah. but the like the betty crocker um frosting that you oh, can okay. buy in the tins yeah. well it's just like straight sugar and margarine and palm oil yeah. and oh, really nasty stuff but it's kind of yum yeah. good for <laughs> good. nutella you could do that but but yeah i would go for the fruit option for that and also too if you're using your sports drink and you're drinking that for the majority of your training you probably don't need gels you could just do yeah. your drink and yep. then re- use your drink and then use real food and then have water with your real food. But there's lots of other real foods that you used to have potatoes yep. when you were racing long yep. course. Like for short course, it's not really going to cut the mustard and you no. can generally get away with but for drinks. Short, yeah, for short course, you're not going to eat but, anyway. But yeah, long course, potatoes. I mean, mm-hmm. um, I sometimes just sandwiches. have... Yeah, people, mm-hmm. lots of people have sandwiches. So. I've seen people have pizza. Yeah. Yeah, pulling so, over. It's, that's the thing. Like you're probably going to make up the, the bulk of your diet um, on race day from drinks mm-hmm. or some concoction... Yep. Similar yeah. to that, and then you yeah. just top it up with some fruit, with some dates, yeah. and with some some real food. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, Andy Payne sent through another question. He was obviously talking to some old school guy, and the thing was with some old school people is they think they know it all, don't they? Yeah. You know, and they never move with the times. So we were back in the day, mate. We didn't even eat, didn't even drink. Twenty hours of running. Dude. And he was saying back in the eighties, a carbo load was six days before a race. You cut out all your carbos from your diet, oh. and then eat protein. Oh. And then two days before the race, you'd switch back to the car out the pro to get rid of the protein. Oh. And carbs only. His question is, do you think it's worth giving it a try? Let's see how it works out. And uh, research disapproved. You you try it, Andy, and let us know. <laughs> Go on. Bad mistake. I do, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. Forget it. That, that's, that's a real old school back in the 80s. I love it. How long ago was the 80s? It's nearly 30 years ago now. Yeah, yeah it's a yeah. hell of a long yeah. time ago. Beginning of the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, here's the deal with carbo-loading. Right. You've got a few things happening with, with carbo-loading. First of all, you're going to be tapering your training. So the tape in itself will act as as a carbo load and remember the whole reason for carbo loading is you want to retain as much stored glycogen in your muscles as possible for the race because if you can maximize your stored glycogen that's your stored sugar that's in your liver and your muscles then you can actually draw on that on race day and it 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 can help you it can increase your steady state performance by up to 20 percent so it is important to carbo load but there's a couple ways to do it first of all simply by tapering your training your body's going to be used to having all that training, all of a sudden you back it off, you, automatically you're going to be retaining that glycogen in your muscles because you're not, your, your training volume has dropped. And then, of course, the other aspect to it is your dietary um, intake. And so what we recommend is um, 24 hours to 72 hours before the event, you can start your carbo load. And that depends on an individual basis. Like For me, I start my carbo load day and a half or so before the event. If I did it for three days before the event, I just get so bloated and I get kind of lethargic and I feel really gross. Because to carbo load, you do have to, you really do need to ramp up the volume of carbohydrates that you eat. For most endurance athletes, you need about seven to 10 grams of carb per kilo per day. So for me being 60 kilos, I'm eating six times seven, you know, 400 to 500 or so grams of carbohydrate per day just to meet my dietary requirements plus my intake that I have during training. Yeah. 
when I'm carbo-loading, that goes up by another 25%. So when you carbo-load, you can go from 10 to 12 grams of carb per kilo. Mm. So for me, it's 600 grams plus a day. And it's so much food. The only way to really get it in, you eat my, your normal foods, but then you have to sort of add those those white processed buns and yeah. drinks and sugary stuff. Because if you tried to do it with beans and broccoli, you'll yeah. just end up with the with the shits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you've got to be, be aware of that. So, so 24 to 72 hours before the event, you want to increase your carbohydrate intake by about 20% for that day. And then plus um, decrease your training and, and look for sources of carbs to add that are going to be easily digestible. Not the, not the time to be boosting up your fiber intake. And also you should know this by that point. Shouldn't you? you know, you should know what your body is, you know, yeah. Be trying new foods. Yeah, yeah. don't try new foods. Yeah, yeah. No. yeah. sports drinks is an easy way to get more carbs in exactly. as well. Exactly, yeah. and it also helps with super hydration. Yeah, yeah. Super and that's hydration. a danger. I think a lot of people fall into in those few days before the race. They think got to start hydrating, but they just start having water. Yeah, and that's uh, yep. reasonably dangerous yeah. for, for long distance yeah. racing. It's it's okay to have water, but make sure you're having something salty with it. Yes. And then in the meantime, in in the in between times, just have your bottle with you. Where's my bottle? I have oh, my bottle. Oh, oh you let yourself down here, Em. Oh. You've got no water today. What's the deal with well, that? Yeah. It was early. I threw you off. Yeah. What's, what's time? I thought I had heaps of time. Bevan, we, we, we've got our allotment oh, here. Yeah, no, she's doing good. She's doing good. Yeah. Are we okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm just, yeah. just checking. Okay, next question. Lee yeah. Wexford, he's basically wondering, what do you think of vitamin supplements? Are they a waste of money for someone who already has a good diet? I am, or am I just paying a lot for a fluorescent pea? 38-year-old veggie triathlete who's doing Ivan yeah. in Switzerland. Yeah. Probably already done it. Currently, I take um, olive oil. Olive oil. He takes oil. He takes yeah. garlic, uh, echinacea. Uh, vegetarian multivitamins. Horsepills. Glucosamine. Glucosamine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. I know this. Uh, I want to get an honest answer. So. Yeah. Oh, good question, Lee. What do you think? Good on you. Well, I'm not big on supplements, you know, and, and I'm, I come from a dietitian's background, and so I'm always saying, hey, you can get it from real food. Having organic food definitely does help. It, it does, um, there, there is a bit more nutrition in organic food than non-organic. Yep. And, and it's not so much that non-organic food doesn't have nutrition. That's not the case. But it's a case of some commercially produced food, and particularly in the States, it's really bad. The, the, the fields are so over-farmed. They're yep. fertilized, over-farmed. Have you seen the food dying? The what? The movie Food Dot Inc. Mm. Oh, I should mm. check it out. It's brilliant. I should check it out. It might mm. be interesting. Mm. So, and especially if Lee's a vegetarian, chances are he is going to be eating a lot of food. He's going to be eating lots of fruits and vegetables, which are the best way to get in your vitamins and minerals. And the, the most important thing about remembering to get it from your foods is that which you can't get from a bottle is that the bioavailability or how easily absorbed those nutrients are is so much higher when it comes from real food. And it's something that they can't explain. It's not a scientific thing that they can put their finger on, but they, yeah. but all they know is that somehow different combinations, different varieties of foods, foods but the body likes the food better. It's like a symphony. It kind of works in oh, together. I love your work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's just, and, and it's, it's meant to be taken in that way. Whereas you, for example, we know that lycopene is good for us. It's a phytochemical that's in tomato, which helps to fight cancer. And there's lots of phytochemicals out there. These are these are chemical properties, uh, pseudochemicals is what they're called. They're in a lot of fruits and vegetables, and they have anti-cancer um, qualities to them. They they help inhibit the growth of cancer. They don't know why they work. They just know that they do. Wow. And the other thing that they know is that you actually have to get them from real food in order in order for them to work. So you, you can't, can't really you can't get them from. It. No. Yeah, yeah. Mm. There is some good evidence around certain antioxidants, yeah. and, and taking an antioxidant in a in a lower dose is certainly fine. If you are concerned that you're not getting enough um, nutrients in your diet, sure, take a vitamin and mineral supplement. But my recommendation is to really just ramp up your fruits and veggies. You cannot eat enough 
vegetables um, and and just look at it you know if you have the option to have organic go organic it is a little bit more bioavailable also too it's better um, ecologically and also economically to eat to eat organic if you can if you've got a garden you know I'm not a gardener I don't have time to garden but like my herb garden and my silver beet wait a second John, John just pelt pelt the cheese it grows like a weed Thomas and I were planting strawberries yesterday we were planting oh, strawberries today oh. put, on a, put on a few tomatoes yesterday Yum. put on a lime tree yesterday I'm awesome. gonna make me does gardening I always get his stuff so it's but there's nothing but like I planted rocket last year, right? And rocket, rocket, rock. I, I put discovered it on to everything. about two years ago. And it's so I, good. When I make pasta, I put a bit of rocket down, and then I have oh. my pasta on it with all my veggies and my sauce, and I mix Beautiful it up with flavor. spices. Oh. Okay. So good, and so you just can't beat it. So if you, if you, even if you don't have a garden or a yard, you can do potted stuff, and it's quite mm. easy. Like lettuces and greens, and like organic lettuces and greens are so packed with nutrition. You just can't beat it. So. So that's my recommendation. Um, yeah. Okay, next one, Michael Hood. He's just wondering what, what balance of gels, power bars, water, and Gatorade do you recommend? I'm thinking on race day here. Uh, yeah. uh, for instance, how much water do you take in with a gel? Yeah, and how much with power bar? Mm. Two to 300 mils is fine. Okay. Um, just enough to wash it down. That's a good question there. Okay, Jared. Uh, who's that, guys? McIntyre. McIntyre. Cheapest group. It's always one of the ones she's wait. Okay. Uh, I just said I'd marry you again for the first time in the new year. Might be a deal opportunity. We'll start with new programs. For me personally, what I consider is my biggest limiter. I think he's wondering about weight loss. I think maybe we'll do that another day. Okay. okay. We'll, do yeah. a, we'll, do we'll do a weight yeah, loss. Yeah, we'll segment. do a weight loss. I think that yeah. one there might be. Uh, it's just an extension of that one. Extension yeah. of that. So yeah. next time you come in, we'll, okay, yeah. we actually, we'll do a focus on weight loss. Okay. Yeah. Sure, that sounds great. Mm. Mm. Because I, I know for a lot of our athletes that you know weight is still an issue and, yeah. and you know weight's such an easy speed gainer, isn't it? Yeah. You know, we can lose weight. Yeah. Mm. If if you want a real quick little taster, if you're Oh here we go, the teaser. The teaser. <laughs> yeah. Um if you're if you drink alcohol, just stop it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's you're stuff John, you're stuff John, aren't you? I've just killed everyone's day. They're yeah. like, damn John, John's a closet elkie, did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> Increasing slightly with age. Have you ever, have you ever watched watched rugby with John he's no. a bit of a tiger oh, oh, he, angry. Gets, he gets all Shaking. fired up he gets his little beer in his hand and he stands up out of his chair does he yell at the TV yeah <laughs> times required to give him a bit of encouragement <laughs> I love it oh it's a beautiful thing right well, Emma thanks for coming on the show again so just again if you want to check out Em's products she's got lots of cool products out there and the great thing about it is it's all designed for the athletes so you yeah. guys can use it when you're out training yeah. and you're getting good nutrition and it's designed and for your kids and they're yummy lunches. yeah for yeah. kids and for people who want and we go to guys. where? Go to powercookies.com. Powercookies.com. And again, if you're in Australia, make sure you get it to a local bike shop or yeah. your local store because yeah. you know the more you can spread the word, the better you're doing for the world. It's like the, go- <laughs> it's like the gospel. It's the gospel. Here we go. Praise <laughs> the Lord. You guys are great. Right, yeah. Thanks, him. Thanks, guys. you got to love him. Oh, you got to love him. you got to love him. She's taken when she's married, but yeah. I don't mean like that kind of love, John. Yeah. I just mean she's, she's a good chick. Yeah. She looks after she's us. She's an entertainer, isn't she? She is. Yep. And she's got a good product. I mean, these bars are tasty, man. Oh, I mean, John's stopped eating them. Got a few. Stop the rapper. Stop it. That's the third one. Because we got someone emailed me the other day complaining about the mic sound. So you're not helping us yet, John. Okay. Another <laughs> okay. no, earthquake update, yeah, actually. Oh, here we go. Earthquake update. If you guys ever get to live through an earthquake, oh. it's pretty scary stuff. But these aftershocks are just starting to get a little bit tiresome. Well, the problem was, on the weekend, you, there was a couple of days where it didn't really happen. So you kind of think, mm. that's over, great. And then Saturday night, we have a couple of shabams. Boom. Yeah. Did you know that was centred just down the road from us? Oh, really? So the epicentre was like, it was on Ensor's Road, 24 Ensor's Road. Really? Or so, which is like, for us, maybe a K, two Ks away. So, was it, so I was... I was at, 
pornos in town or was in town um, and so we were in by teachers college over in mm. island way and uh it was it was pretty massive mm. and and um i was out for dinner and like the whole restaurant just went quiet because we we're really? in a really old building and the couple of buildings down was one that was going to have to be pulled down really? and uh okay well that's but, the thing because there weren't many people at Pornos house there's probably maybe 10 of us 10 15 and and like a couple of people went straight for the doors and i thought well, there's not enough doors what are you doing you're not supposed to go for the doors that's been told oh. time and time again well, what do you mean don't to do, go for doors under tables ah oh. Yeah. Apparently, I was you've got to get down <laughs> first. You've got to go down as low as possible because if you're walking along when it's with us, when it's really bad, you've got to get down, stay low, and then get under um, a table. Well, you know door what, door frames because they used door frames used to be really strong, but these days apparently buildings. Is my house will be right. I think. What it's nine years old, mate. Yeah. It'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> no worries. What the, <laughs> I was pointing to someone like you know what? It's John and I are pretty relaxed, and, yeah. and we're not people who are going to stress about it. You know, like hey, and you can't just people for how they respond to these things because. Mm. But, but one of Joe's mum's friend is still sleeping under a table <laughs> every night. So that's that is pretty common. There's a lot of people freaking. And out. you know what? And definitely like old people who look oh, on yeah. themselves. It'd be pretty scary, wouldn't it? Yeah. So, um, okay, John. Uh, sponsor. Sponsor. Athlinks. Com. Now. One thing we want to do on Athlinks, <laughs> point I'm pointing at all you listeners out there. All you listeners. We're almost up to a thousand friends mark oh, on, our, really? on our page on Athlinks, so Great. we know there's lots more of you out there listening, we know that for a fact, yep. so we just want to get over that thousand mark. Go on, just go on there, just do it for us. Yeah, so go on to Athlinks, like cool. um, get on the, just you need to have a, an identity obviously on there, and then give us the, uh, be the friends on our page, get us over a thousand, it would be great. Um, Go on to Athlinks. Okay, on to Athlinks. I'm on, I'll go to Athlinks, Sean. Get yep. Athlinks up. Here it is. Yeah, look at that. It's already there. And go to the Iron Talk page. Yeah, I'm doing that. And if you keep your calendar updated, yep. you're sometimes going to get a little bit of love on the show. Ah, okay. So what you want to do is you want to go on, on Athlinks and you just basically at the beginning of your season go, okay, well, these are the things I'm going to be doing this year. This race, this race, that race, yep. another race, yep. and another race. You just need to basically go in there, you know, put update your calendar, and you put in the race, and if it's there, then you just tick, I'm attending. And if it's not, if you're not attending, obviously don't tick it. And then, then, you, then you'll come up, as long as, as long as you're friends on IM Talk, then you'll come up on this page. And look at that, lots of people have been doing this, John, and that's why we love them. And so let's give them some love. Look at, oh, Mossy Smith. Mossy Smith, love that's it. That's a grindstone 100. I'm picking that's either a 100k running race, or it could be even a 100 miles. What do you reckon, Tyler? 100 miles? Or well, I mean, 100 miles would be 10 million times harder. <laughs> 10 million. So you're a million times um, This was a cool one. Look, look at that. So said, the Al Jazeera Golden Tulip Race. Al Jazeera is like that TV station in that somewhere in the um, oh, yeah, no, news network. News network. Yeah. They always look at their own race. And they always have the, 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 the warnings from Al Qaeda and all that. It's always yeah. on Al Jazeera TV. Um, so okay, I'm, well, we've got the 2010 Tri Half Max National Championship and good old Chris Leach. Look at the 10 mark. You guys, I've got a couple of guys that are racing that as well this weekend. So it's a big race, half Ironman in the States, and it's a qualifier for next year's world champs for all the Americans. Okay, what I want you guys to do next time. So, what Chris Leach, if you go on Athletes to check out Chris Leach's profile shot, he's got the, the classic triathlon tan. Yeah. So, you're showing his back, you're seeing the tan around the sides, a little bit down the bottom. Next time someone does that, I want them to put eyes, nose, and a smile on their face. Or cut out I am talk on the back of your ah, singer. Get, that would I be gold. I am talk, sun tanned. If someone does that, free juicy? Yeah. Okay. Oh, Rob Green, are you? Rob Green's there as well, racing tri- uh, the half Ironman as well. Well, good. good old Gold Coast half Ironman. 
Uh, Britt Pierce is doing it. We've got Robert, uh, how's that one, John? Tepito. Tepito. And Anthony Morgan's doing it. Then we've got Challenge Barcelona. Because oh, yes. that's how the Prince would say it. Yes. Neil McLaughlin. Yep. We've got Richard Mary. We've got Dale Beach. And Good then we for Challenge Barcelona this week. Yeah, and then old Diva's Half Marathon at Long Island Girls 5K. And then we've got Stacey Heads taking it on. And then, you know, Josh Eddie's doing a race as well. So what's cool is you can just check out what your mates are up to. Obviously, we'll fast forward to check out you guys. But if you've got all your mates on here and you can just say, oh, so-and-so's racing this weekend, I'm going to smash them. Mm. Yeah. So, so there you go. Mm. Check it out on athlinks.com. Join up to be a friend of us and also keep your calendars updated. Keep them updated to see what's happening. Okay, John. Facebook. I'm just going to talk about Facebook night right now to see what happened. Oh, so John, we're on Facebook. Yes. I went to Facebook to see what people were talking about I Am Talk. Yes. And apparently there's a school named after you. Not happy. Well, no, we've, we've have discussed this once before. No, um, it, was a, it, was a, it was like a building last time. It's a school. Yeah, was it was to Sir John Newsom school. Uh-huh. And um, who was it? Was Sir John Newsom. Vince Mullen. Mm. He said, genius, I'm looking for a new apartment. I've just found one on Sir John Newsom Way here in the UK. Have to view this one. So I thought that, that, that warranted a reply. You, you know what? Send the photo through. Yes. Yeah, we need the photo. And I told him, your performance will go through the roof if you move in. And good old Tim Gardner is sending through uh, lots of people loving challenges and Andrew Priest. So it's all go, John. It's all go. It's all go. Okay, John, what's your goss? What is my goss? Uh, Blim's birthday tomorrow. That's a big focus around our household. Really? She's making Thomas go around singing happy birthday to her pretty much all day long. I saw Blim the other day, actually. At the gym. Yep. Yep. Just trying hard. Dropped her off on Saturday morning, took the kids to the supermarket, shopping. And we're off to breakfast tomorrow, and then I've got a few other surprises in store. I can't wait till next week. Next week's show I'm looking forward to. Melina's result. Yes. Then what you got, Belinda. Yes. Anything else? You enjoying the sun? It's daylight savings here in New Zealand, so our days have just got longer. last few days. been it's funny because Christchurch, for like Christchurch is a real seasonal city, and so you, you know we've talked about this before. You get the summer, you get the winter, you get the spring and autumn, and you know what? Spring in Christchurch is beautiful, hot. and it's beautiful. Windy and hot. Yeah, windy and hot. Northwest has come through, so a crazy wind, but it's but you drive around Hagley Park and the blossom trees. It's just it's it's pretty beautiful, John. It's a nice place. Get a bit emotional when I look at it. Joe and I are walking through the park tonight, yes. so I'm just going to go through the blossoms and great. Yeah. What else? Uh, other than that. 10k race, you had the 10k race last week. No, I, I, I was supposed to do a 10k time trial, it was pretty blustery, not feeling too confident. <laughs> All I'm his excuses. Got five weeks, five weeks out from, from Christchurch, I was feeling fantastic. I was on top of the world, and you had a pretty average race. So I had a pretty average race, so I'm thinking hopefully it'll come together. One thing I am finding is when I do a little, a tiny bit of biking, because I'm basically doing zero biking, if I do a little bit of commute the next day, seems to um, I seem to run a lot better. So I'm just wondering if that extra um, cadence might might be helping a little bit. Do, do, you, do you find you're a little bit... Um, Distressed, distraught, can't sleep at night. <laughs> yes to all of the above. <laughs> no, but are you, do you worry about losing your bike fitness? Uh, no, because I haven't really got any races coming up. So I know from history that my bike fitness will come back relatively quickly. As long as you get back Swimming on. takes me a long oh, time really? to get back. Well, that's interesting. Because when, when I was in the UK, I had about... I'd say a good year and a half um, of very minimal swimming, and when I started back into it, reasonably seriously, man, it, I was just miserably sore. Oh, really? Uh. Yeah. Like, you know, for example, say, these days, um, you know, when I'm in good shape, go and do, say, 3100s on the 130 or something like yep. that. With the, um, when I was over there, like, I was targeting trying to be able to do 10 on the 130. Couldn't get even get close. Really? <laughs> Good, and, that, that, and that's not should not be a hard set it's very hard for me to get my swimming back mm-hmm. but again haven't got anything too much on the horizon at this stage what about you Bevan any exciting well John I'm, I'm concerned I'm under the thumb 
okay. Yeah, because I've done my bathrooms up. Mm-hmm. You know, looking pretty fresh, aren't they, yeah. John? Yeah, looking good. Looking they're, looking, good. they're looking pretty sharp, pretty happy bathrooms, to be honest. You have to pay a lot of money, but hey, that's life. Mm-hmm. And so I did the bathrooms up, and then Joe came around, and, and she goes, oh, it's looking great, great. She goes, you need towels. And I didn't even promise my towels because I've got a beach towel, <laughs> I've got a red towel, I've got the old towel that's got the holes in it from 20 years ago. And she goes to me, you need towels? And I'm like, babe, I don't need towels. I've got the towels are working. you got to dress your house up for sale. Well, dress and so up. you know what we did yesterday, John? We went to Briscoe's. Mm. And I never shop. I hate shopping mm. with a passion. But Joe was in a happy place. I didn't just get yeah. towels. I've got dispensers. and oh, yeah. Oh. Mm. So now I've got matching towels. Nice. So my under the thumb. <laughs> it's pretty pretty straightforward, but Joe's a bright woman. You know that's going to enhance the value when you do. Play so that. should I not use the tissue? I just keep using my crusty ones. Yes. That's why I sell. Yes. Oh, like that's why. What one thing that worries me is my parents' place is just full of clutter. Like oh, and kids. Full yep. on yep. everywhere. Yeah. And when they eventually move and we have to deal with the house, it's just going to be one hell uh. of a mission to the dump to get rid. Well, of I'd clean up my garage on the weekend. Two loads yes. to the dump. And you obviously found your box of cookies up in there. Yeah, yep, no, I found those, yep. They were sensational. Um, so, yep, that's about it. Uh, getting back into the weights room. Right. Can you tell? Look at yeah, that. Huge, mate. I know. Nearly as big yeah. as mine. Well, you know, we're just both yeah. bodybuilders, <laughs> triathlete skin. Yeah. So, yeah, just doing the weights, enjoying that, and that's about it, really, John. Not right. much else this weekend. I'm off to. No, I'm here this weekend. Quite nice. Um, we've got a few interviews coming up in the next few weeks. We should. Why would we need to get someone from Kona? That's a good point. Yeah, we haven't really done our piece on there, have we? No. Okay, John, we're waffling. Iron Russ. I've been done. Train hard. Train smart. Kia car. Could probably waffle into the more. Yeah. Kia <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> okay.